Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to the Untamed Life Podcast. My name is Christine Jewell. And as always, I'm excited to be here today. I'm excited to have this conversation. And today we're getting into a conscious and strategic upgrade around how we approach quote unquote, going after things, getting after things, uh, chasing things down in our life, whether that's our dream, whether it's a relationship, whatever it is that you are desiring to create, uh, to experience more of in your life. I want to invite you to a shift, not only in your mindset, but to also feel how your energy shifts around this topic. So what I want you to really grasp today is an upgrade and ditching the I am chasing this, I'm going after this mentality, and we are going to upgrade it because the heart, the intention, the energy around our approach of how we go after these things, how we engage in things, yields completely different results, all right? So one of the things I want to talk about is This idea that we grow up with thinking like, well, I got to get this relationship. I got to get the money. I got to get this business off the ground. I have to get the body. I have to get the girl, right? We have been programmed, and you guys will hear me say this over and over and over again, the programming that we have bought into, that we have received, that we have downloaded tells us that we have to get things, right? We need to get the guy. We need to get the girl. We got to get the body. We got to get the the dream house, the business off the ground. We got to get in the right room. We are always bombarded with this message that it we have to get somewhere or something in our life in order to experience freedom, happiness, joy, adventure, whatever it is. And so I want to talk about why we have got to ditch this getting mindset this chasing, hunting it down approach and upgrade it to become a cultivator of the seeds that God has put into our hearts, a cultivator of the seeds of our desires and how where we shift our focus, we pour energy and yield results from. So what I really want to start with is you know, how many of us out there, what are you right now in your life? What have you been trying to get more of into your life? Maybe you've been trying to get the body, right? You've been working out maybe sporadically, right? Or you've been trying to get peace in your life, right? You've been trying to get peace of mind or to get more at ease with certain things that are going on. Maybe you've just been trying to get to the next level. And that's something, again, a lot of the high-performance world teaches us, like, get to the next level, get to the next level. We watch, we see 
what are those things, those graphics that show us, like, you know, we're constantly climbing up the mountain trying to get to the next step. And I want to talk about what's what's off about this, what's wrong about this. So right out the gate, I'm just going to invite you to tune in to how that feels in your body. I believe that our bodies are these magnificent feedback machines. You know, we have so many sensory mechanisms. We have so many ways to tune in. And our physical body is full of these sensors. And so right away, just tune into how it feels when you are thinking about getting the body that you want right? I'm going to go with something super basic today. I'm going to talk about getting the level of health, right? Because I've had a lot of conversations lately with clients that I've been working on around optimal health, optimal performance, the optimal body as the vessel, right? Uh, The channel to receive more of what God has for us, the vessel to execute, the host for more of God, more of joy. And we are still very much programmed. I'm like, I have to get healthy. I have to get more energy. I have to get stronger. I have to get whatever, the body, right? So that I can. And right away when you hear that, Tune into how it feels in your body when you say, I got to get my crap together. I got to get this body in shape. I got to get more health in my life. Really think about or tune into how that feels. Right away, when we talk about getting something, instantly we are already admitting that I do not already have it. If I have to get it, I have to get it, I must get it, it already implies I don't already have it. So for me, this already breaks the number one law, supernatural principle, that is that if we don't feel like, if we don't connect to already having this experience, having it available to us, it feels out of reach and instantly we're disconnected from seeing it, feeling it, believing it, and appreciating it in our life. What we appreciate, appreciates. What we see, we see more of. That's how our reticular activating system works, but we know this, right? Like if we can't recognize something in our own life, we certainly won't be able to appreciate it. So now it becomes harder to witness it showing up for us in us, through us, it becomes harder to multiply it, duplicate it, amplify it, because it feels like I don't even have this available to me, right? So right away, it shifts us out of alignment with this supernatural principle that everything is already available to us, around us, and we just have to open our eyes, open our hearts, open our ears to be able to see, to tune in, to receive it. So right away, If I have to get something, it means I don't have it. I don't have access to it. Or if I'm looking at it and I can see it, it certainly is not here with me, in me. It's out there, right? So right away, the problem is I am focused and rooted and grounded in on what's out there. I'm looking out at the destination as the thing, as like, I got to go there in order to feel it. Also, you may or may not notice the contraction that we feel in our body. You will feel a contraction when we get into this language, this focus, this belief system of like, I have to get this. I want that thing out there. It can feel exciting for a moment, and then it, you could almost feel the contraction taking place immediately, right? It's a, it's a contraction energy. 
right away your mind goes right into what happens the minute you say, I have to get the body. I got to get this relationship fixed. I got to get this right away. Might feel a ping of inspiration, but then right away we contract because our mind goes right into, well, how are you going to make it happen? How is that going to happen, right? And we go right into trying to figure out all the steps, all the things that, quote unquote, we have to do in order to experience. And again, this is what we've been taught, right? Set goals. They're out there for you. Make them specific. Figure out the roadmap. Figure out exactly how you're going to get there, right? This is classic goal setting 101, right? And that's why I'm talking about it, because everybody is familiar with it. And I'm going to say, it does work sometimes. For a lot of people, if they're relentlessly focused on it, and they're diligently showing up, and they learn to push through the discomfort, and they push, 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 they will eventually get there. But the other thing that I noticed is, and by the way, I think there's a different way to get there. I know there's a different way to get there much faster that collapses time and multiplies energy. (laughs) But the other thing that it does is when it's out there, it it automatically throws us into this like, well, how am I going to get there? How am I going to get there? And automatically there's a lot of noise, right? There's a lot of options. There's a lot of excuses, a lot of potential for excuses. And we can start to feel the resistance come in. We talked about resistance in the last episode, right? And we could feel all this resistance. So there's a contraction. We get up in our head a lot of the time. We are not connected to it because it feels outside of us. And it puts us into this space that I have to get it. I have to make this happen, right? I got to go and do this. If it's going to be, it's up to me. So there's a lot of this sort of chase energy that is directed from myself, me over here having to do it. And it takes us out of this co-creation, collaborative space where we're actually working with others, with God, with the Spirit, with supernatural support, with other elements, right? So I just wanted to say that because I hear this a lot. I saw this for 10 plus years in my uh, bricks and mortar business when people would come in and they would be chasing, striving for, trying to hunt down this perfect body, right? I got to get the six pack. Or in in my coaching and around relationships, some people are like, I got to get this. I got to get the man of my dreams in my life. You know, I got to get this relationship thing sorted out. I need the relationship. I got to get it. The energy around it is need, right? It's like, I need it because I don't have it. And here's the other thing that's so interesting is when you finally do get the body or you finally get a relationship that seems like, oh my gosh, God, is this it? Is this it, God? Like, is this is this the one? Is she going to be the one? Is he going to be the one? We, again, tune into what, what I saw, what I witnessed in my own life is almost like this frantic energy that's required in order to keep it. It's like you've hunted it down, you've caught it, you've achieved it, and now how much of your energy is required to hold on to it, right? How natural and easy is it for it just to be part of your world versus you having to like keep it on a leash, always looking over it, always being like super like on top of it, in it, right? Making sure that you don't gain three pounds, making sure that you don't eat the wrong thing, making sure that he or she showed up for you and, you know, gave you the affirmation that you needed today. They told you they loved you. They they still want you. They still desire you, right? And then what happens the moment 
a tiny trigger comes up, like your partner doesn't tell you they love you today or they forgot to call in the morning because maybe they had a meeting or something happened with the kids or whatever, right? What happens the minute you go out you know, to eat with friends and you have the dessert or you have an extra drink right away, people feel like, oh, gee, oh my gosh, I lost it. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And we get into this really weird dysfunctional relationship with this thing that we are desiring because we're chasing something outside of us. First of all, and every single one of these things I described is completely out of alignment with how we are created to co-create, collaborate, receive, invite things into our life and amplify them, okay? I want to invite us to consider a conscious upgrade. And the reason why I talk about having these conscious upgrades is because we are pulling this stuff up so that we can look at it in front of us and become radically aware of number one, the patterns that show up for us, the operating system that we're still playing into, the things that trigger us and our reactions, right? How we are reacting and how we are continuing to manifest, create, experience these realities in our life. There's many of us, and we do this. We're, we are habitual beings, right? We are 90%, 95% of what we do is on the automatic program. It's in our automatic nervous system. It's automated at a subconscious level, and we are regurgitating and repeating past patterns, past ideas, past beliefs. So when we talk about optimal consciousness, we're talking about pulling things up out of the subconscious programming, behind the scenes, mindless stuff that we're going through and pulling it up to the surface so we can look at it, put it in front of us and look at it through not only our own eyes, but I invite us to look at it through our spiritual lens, the eyes of the heart, the eyes of God, the eyes of our soul, to look at things and start to see what's really going on. And at this point, we can start to consciously choose a new way, consciously decide that it gets to look a different way moving forward. We get to show up differently moving forward, and we can start to realign, right, and get back on purpose, in purpose. So, What I would like to suggest is that we upgrade this operating system that I have to go after my dreams. I have to go after this relationship. I have to get the body. I have to do the thing and instead become cultivators of the relationships, cultivators of our passions, cultivators of health, cultivators of vitality, right? So we don't get healthy. We cultivate health, right? We don't get love and relationship. That's not something you get. It's something that you cultivate over time. We don't get wealthy. We cultivate the mindset, the habits, the presence, right, of someone who is a wealth multiplier, a wealth creator. So we are cultivating seeds and we are nourishing, we're co-creating, we're amplifying. So what I love about this is that it shifts the focus from what's out there 
to what's in here, right? Right away, it's like, okay, so what are the seeds? And I'm going to talk about the seeds in a minute. The first, you know, law is like, really, God has given us the seeds in our hearts of what we desire. The desire you you feel right now for love, for vitality, for health, for more purpose in your life, there are seeds that have been planted there by God at the time of your creation. And we continue to have these seeds, right? These little tiny seeds in our heart, in our soul. And they're there on purpose for a purpose. These seeds point to our design. Of course you crave love and intimacy and connection. That's what you are created for. We are created for relationships. We are relational being. We're created for relationships with each other, relationship with God. We already addressed this. We're not designed to go alone. We're not designed to create alone on an island and then to sit in this castle that we built by ourselves and just stare at it. We are designed to build together, to co-create together, and to experience, share, and bless others with what we have created and been blessed with in our own lives. So of course, these seeds in our heart are just a reflection of the design, our original design, right? And I I say it, I'm going to say it again, I'm going to say it again, you're going to get this to where you're going to be like walking down the road and you're going to hear my voice. And I always, I will tell you, the heart is the gateway to the soul. The heart is the gateway to the spirit, to the spiritual realm, right? Is where you get to know yourself at a soul level. It's where you get to know God at a soul level. It's where you get to really discover the seeds that he's planted in you. And we have to check our heart because sometimes our heart can become hard. We can become so used to chasing the things of the world that we're been chasing the seeds that have been planted in our mind, not our heart. And all of a sudden, our heart becomes numbed out, disconnected, and hardened. And we think we're chasing the things in our heart, but we know it's not because our heart feels hard. There's no flow. And we're all up in our head. So the upgrade here is to number one, recognize, ooh, am I still using that language a lot that I got to get this, I got to get this, and I got to catch myself right now, you guys. I'm catching myself, you know, just really becoming aware of where am I still using that language unconsciously. And I'm going to invite you to become a cultivator of the seeds that are in your heart. So step number one is, what are the seeds, the desires that are in your heart? If you have a desire right now, if the relationship scene has been rocky or the health scene has been rocky for you and you're like, maybe you feel good, maybe it's fine, but you know you're created for more than just a four-letter word. You're created for more than just going through the motions. You want, you desire more intimacy. You desire connection. You desire depth of conversation. You desire desire more health and vitality in your life today, then check in with those seeds. And instead of focusing on what it's got to look like and how many workouts a week that's got to look like and how many date nights and get the plan in place for it, just tune into the seeds and what is it that you actually are desiring right now, right? Is it just the conversation? Is it just more energy moving through your body, right? More breath, more oxygen, more nature. Like, what is it that you actually, truly are feeling called desiring more? Shift the focus back inside. 
And as you do that, pay attention again. This allows us to focus inward, not like me, 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 but like, let me get curious to see what's in there. And let me start to give oxygen to those seeds, right? Let me start to give them oxygen, space, air, which means I'm looking at them. I'm creating this space for them. I'm breathing into them, right? I'm getting into conversation with them. Let me nurture those seeds a little bit, right? Let me water them. And let me start to move forward from this place of cultivating what I already have. Where is this already existing in me? If you are walking, living, breathing right now, if you are listening to this podcast, you already are connected to health and vitality. Otherwise, you would be dead. You wouldn't be here. So there already is health, vitality, energy, oxygen in your life somewhere. So instead of focusing on what's missing, instead of focusing on what's out there, my invitation to you is going to be to really open your eyes to, you know, seek and search for all of the ways that health and vitality is already present in your life. It may be just going for a walk in the woods and seeing all the life force around you, right? It may just be honoring and recognizing that your body is already pumping oxygen, blood flow to your heart, and these beautiful organs are already working for you 24-7 behind the scenes. And guess what? They're doing it on their own, right? They're working with you. They're working for you. And you can either support that life force by adding more life in, by watering it with pure water, with fresh air, with oxygen, with movement, or you can choose to focus on what's not in you, the life, the energy that's not there, and be chasing something outside of you, which is actually going to work against against what you already have. I'm breaking this down really basic because I think that it's important for us to recognize that I'm using the example of the body again. When we say like, oh, I'm not strong enough. I'm not strong enough. And we're literally holding on to weights and we are lifting weights. And I saw this all the time in my studio, right? Women, men would be doing a workout. They'd be doing a burpee. They'd be lifting weights. They would be jogging and they would be focused on they're not going fast enough. They're not lifting enough. They're not lean enough. Instead of shifting into what they currently are lifting and how do I you know, really celebrate this and then amplify just a little bit. How do I support this, you know, workout right now, the the weights that I'm lifting now, how do I support this workout so that it continues to multiply, that it continues to amplify? How do I water this workout? You know, what you eat post-workout matters, right? Are you doing recovery, right? Are you recovering or are you just rushing after your workout jumping in the car, eating crap, drinking coffee, not sleeping. Like you're either working with your body or you're working against your body, right? How do you cultivate the seeds of the relationships you already have? If you are in a state of, you know, chasing and getting, we're very focused on what we don't have in our life, right? But I would invite you that if it is connection is something that you are craving more of, you know, where is there already connection happening in your life? I would invite you to show up and cultivate those connections, right? Spend a little time, pour a little love, you know, spend a little bit more time listening, right? Get curious with it. 
And just watch what happens. Watch what happens to those seeds. The focus here is now we're getting back in alignment with the supernatural laws that God has given us, the universal laws of abundance, the universal laws of prosperity, of amplifying, are that what I appreciate, appreciates, right? With the faith of a mustard seed, I can move mountains. I love that verse. I love that verse because it doesn't take much, right? I'm not required to feed the 5,000. A lot of us are focused. I got to feed 5,000. I got to have this impact. I got to do this massive stuff. I want to have big impacts. I want to have big purpose. My job is to show up with, you know, five loaves of bread and the two fish. My job is to show up with what I have right now to recognize what I've been given and watch it multiply, watch it amplify when I appreciate, when I recognize what I already have and when I water it, when I pour love into it and I support that, right? These are the universal laws of prosperity, of abundance, of multiplying, and I believe receiving more of what God has for us. I know that I know that I know this has been the story in my own life that every time I got focused on what I didn't have and I started grumbling and I started complaining and I started really getting into my hustle mode of goal setting and chasing and I was all in my head trying to figure out all the steps myself. I was never, I was rarely, truly, if I'm honest, not say never, I've always been very joyful, but I, I had a hard time really being filled with joy for what I already had right? So then what would happen is I would expand. I would get the thing. I would hit the next financial goal. I would get the amazing relationship. I'd get the awesome body, whatever, the the next level of performance. You know, I'd break the time in athletics, but then I would contract again because the minute I received it, I was right back into the getting mode. So I was in this pattern of receive, contract, receive, contract, receive, contract, And it was this constant chase to try to get to the next level that was always ahead of me, in front of me, above me. And I'm going to tell you guys, once I got this, once I got this, it has changed everything because it was as if my eyes were open and all of a sudden, all of the things that I didn't even realize or all of the things I wanted so radically that I was chasing were already present in my life. And this is not about just creating a gratitude practice. It's so much more than that. A gratitude practice, of course, is a great first step, but there's a lot of people that are, you know, again, creating a gratitude practice, and it's just one more thing that they're doing. They're checking off their list, and it's one more thing that they're doing, going through the motions, disconnected from it, not feeling the depth of appreciation and joy that comes from really pausing, celebrating, and giving thanks. So the gratitude practice is a great place to start. It requires us that we slow down, that we recognize, that we truly appreciate and feel. And if you are doing that, I invite you to like savor the practice. Savor it, right? Like a fine meal, like slow down, breathe it in, enjoy it, right? Smell it, taste it, celebrate it, really get in the feel of it so that you can savor this because what we appreciate, appreciates in value, okay? And this is true for any relationship. You have a relationship right now in your life that you want to see grow, expand, multiply, You have to show up to that relationship from a place of being a cultivator of love, a cultivator of trust, a cultivator of connection, a cultivator of understanding. If you are seeking more health, more vitality, 
more longevity. If you are still chasing it and you are busting your butt for it and it's constantly a moving target, I'm going to invite you and challenge you to become a cultivator of more life force, celebrating the energy, celebrating the life, celebrating all of the things that are already working miraculously in your life and honoring them and supporting them. Because when you make this shift, you guys, these are the supernatural laws of prosperity, life, abundance, all of that that we are trying to create. And they are simple, but they're so powerful. So I want to say two things before we hop today. First of all, when we are in this getting, chasing place, where we think like, when I get there, then I'll invest the money. When I get that relationship, then I'll show up as a queen. When I, you know, get a certain size, then I'll show up confidently in my clothes. Like as long as you're operating from that place, you will always be operating from that place because it is a moving target. It's always going to be outside of you and you are never going to have your grasp on it, right? The problem is the focus is on what's outside of you. It's time to shift the focus on what already is present in and around you, in your atmosphere, in your heart, in your body, in your spirit. The second thing is if you are tired of hearing yourself say, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to take my wife on a date. I don't have time to take a vacation with the kids. I don't have time to cultivate a spiritual practice in the morning. I got meetings. I got things to do. If you are tired of saying, I don't have time, then stop acting like someone who doesn't have time. If you are tired of saying, I don't have the energy to go for a workout, I just don't have the energy to, you know, go try that water skiing that I've been wanting to do or go for hikes on the weekend, I don't have the energy. Stop acting like someone who doesn't have energy. Start acting like someone who is full of energy, has energy already available to them, and is choosing how to invest and multiply their energy. Start choosing to show up as someone who already has time available to them and is an investor and a multiplier of energy. If you are tired of saying, I am tired of feeling alone. I am sick of feeling alone all the time. I'm tired of being alone, going alone. Stop acting like someone who does things alone, right? Stop having to be the one that does it on your own, right? Stop having to be the source of all things. Start co-creating, start collaborating, start being the one who leans in first to the conversation, all right? That's 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 so key. The last thing I want to say here is there is a beautiful verse in scripture. And it has been something that I have, like, I meditate on it. I pray about it. I write about it. It has been such a, it has unfolded in my life so beautifully. First two of them, right? The Psalm 34, 7 is really like delight, delight in the Lord, delight in God in all of your ways. And he will give you the desires of your heart. I believe that we have a God that wants to deliver, that wants to provide, that wants to come through. I love the heart of God is such a reflection of the masculine heart. You know, it's like He wants to provide, He wants to come through, and He has put these desires in your heart, and He wants to give you the desires of your heart. He wants to support you in receiving the blessings, the opportunities that He created you for. But it starts with you tuning in to the desires that are in your heart in the first place and checking them. Because a lot of times, again, I said earlier, the desires that are truly in our hearts are not the desires 
that we are chasing, hustling, busting our butts in and out for. We are chasing the desires of the world. We're chasing the desires of the mind. We're chasing someone else's dream because we're looking sideways and we're not even fully tuned in to what it is that you really desire. What are the seeds? So yes, if you if God is not delivering, if you are not seeing the fruits of your desires, first and foremost is check the desires of your heart because heart can become hardened. Heart can become numbed out, right? If we disconnect from it, if we don't honor it, we don't nurture it. So check it first. Secondly, become a cultivator. Become a cultivator. Choose right now that you will become a cultivator of epic relationships, a cultivator of health and prosperity, a cultivator of of depth and intimacy, right? Whatever it is you want. You guys, this is good stuff. I hope that you are really getting this because it is a game changer. I will tell you that the minute I started to truly honor, honor and respect the seeds that God has planted in my heart, the dreams the visions, and just owning them, even the desire for me to be loved deeply and to love deeply. Because I I bought that life for so long that I don't need a man. I can do everything. Like, I can do everything. I, I don't need a man to take care of me. I don't need a man. And I'm going to tell you that that was a lie because I love being taken care of. I love doing things on my own too, right? Because I love being taken care of doesn't mean I'm not capable or not empowered. I am more powerful now than ever because I'm so grounded in who I am. But I love, 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 love being supported. Of course, my husband, Mark, he's my number one fan. Thank you, honey, if you're listening to this. He is always there supporting me, encouraging me, you know, saying, babe, what do you need? I got you. I got you. By the way, man, if you're listening to this, those are some powerful words to tell a woman. I got you, babe. I got you, babe, right? We love to hear that. It feels good to be supported. That was a desire in my heart that I just did not honor and did not accept, so I never felt supported, (laughs) right? And I would hear myself say this all the time. I would be like, I'm so tired of being in these relationships with men who don't support my dreams, with men who don't support the things that I desire, whether it was training for you know, the races that I was doing or my entrepreneurial journey or supporting me in my parenting with my kids, I felt unsupported like craziness. And I got to tell you that once I got tired of that being my story and I said, Lord, you made me so that I would need support, so that I would lean into support. Because when I receive support, I also give support without resentment, without it being transactional, simply because it feels good. It feels good to be supported, and it feels good to support each other. And we do need each other. And this is how we co-create. This is how we multiply. The minute I owned that desire— and I fully recognized it, and I saw it, and I ditched all of the programming that I picked up around it, and I saw that it was just a pointing to my natural design. Support started to show up all around me in the most beautiful ways, you know, from my husband to God's universal support to new friendships to new opportunities, business deals, whatever. It just, like, 
And it, one of the things that if you ever meet me personally, I'm sure you'll hear it on the podcast, but I say this all the time is that everything I need is always supplied in perfect timing and perfect order. And that continues to be my reality. You know, I just got back from a beautiful camping trip. I went for a solo camping trip. I did a one night stay. And, you know, again, that was something I never would have done in my past life because I was didn't want to be alone, right? I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust that I would have what I needed. But because I know I'm always supported and I know that I I love to spend time with myself because I'm never alone. I'm with God. I'm with, you know, I'm in, in creation mode. I meet the most amazing people. I went camping last minute, really, really busy park on the weekend in Canada. And of course, this beautiful spot by the lake on the beach was open. Of course, I received that spot. Of course, I met a beautiful woman on day one and we started talking. Of course, everything was so smooth and seamless. And and I'm not saying everything is all sunshine and rainbows all the time, but I will say this, that when you choose to operate from a place where you know you are supported, you know that you are not alone and you start to see it everywhere, it starts to show up everywhere. And with that, I'm going to wrap things up for today. But I just to kind of recap everything, you guys, the invitation today is to have a conscious upgrade to ditch the mindset and the identity that I have to go get it. I got to chase it, right? I got to make this happen. And instead, choose to embrace the identity of a cultivator, a cultivator that is cultivating the seeds that God has for you. That's number one. The second thing I'm going to tell you right now is to watch your language. This is a conscious language upgrade, right? And the strategic upgrade is the reason why I call it a conscious and strategic upgrade is this changes the name of the game when it comes to your strategy, right? If you think back to what I said at the beginning of this podcast about goal setting and how we're traditionally trained to set goals, it's like, keep your eye on the prize. It's out there. You want it. You got to hunt it down. You got to chase it. You got to stop at nothing to make it happen. You have to formulate a plan and go after it. That works. And there's another way. That works for a while until it becomes really hard and takes a lot of willpower, a lot of force, a lot of determination. I know there's another way, which is yes, you tune into the desires of your heart. You know that they're they're on purpose for a purpose. You see the vision of what that could look like, the the relationship you desire, the the you know, thriving body, the relationship that's fully aligned and really creating prosperity in your life, right? The the friendships that are intimate, set the eyes on that vision. Yes. And then pull it into the now and start recognizing where that is already present, showing up in your life. And I'm going to tell you, start watering those seeds. Start watering, start nurturing. Don't worry about out there anymore. You got the vision, pull here. And I invite you, instead of having this whole roadmap, one move at a time, because the Spirit moves fast. God guides us in ways that we would have never planned on our own way. Support, doors open. So all those plans you would have made on your own to set your own goals. And this is the way I'm going to tell you that when you start shifting your strategies, you start shifting your operating system, the roadmap shifts. 
because you can't possibly know what's going to open. So the positioning, the strategy is I'm positioning myself to say yes. I'm positioning myself to say, yes, I have the energy to do that. I'm positioning myself to say, yes, I I am someone who embraces a relationship and already has relationships to do that. Yes, I'm someone who already has the faith to do that, right? My strategy is I tune into the vision. I look, I tune into the desires in my heart and I fan that fire, guys. I fan that fire. I cultivate it and I position myself to say yes, yes, yes. When opportunity shows up, when doors open, I walk through them because I know that I am supported, right? I don't need to have the roadmap. I don't need to know every detail. I don't have to have dates to everything because I believe there is a thing called divine timing, divine order, and when you're ready to receive, it will show up. With that, I'm going to leave you with a call to action. If this landed for you, if this spoke to you, We talked about being positioned and ready to receive. I have an assessment called the Readiness Factor Assessment. It's free. It's for you. You can go to it. There's a link in the show notes. Tune into this desire of your heart right now that you have, that you have been trying to chase, to hunt down. Take the Readiness Factor Assessment. This was, again, something that was divinely inspired to me. It came through one day as I wanted to create a tool you know, for multiple reasons. Number one, I wanted to see if people were truly ready to receive, if I was truly ready to receive the thing I said I wanted. The second thing is how, you know, was I ready in position to do the work that was required, the inner work, right? to receive it, and three, to be able to hold it sustainably in my life, right? To not be in this expand, contract, expand, contract game. So this assessment is super cool because it shows you, first of all, is what you want actually even a desire of your heart or is it a desire of your mind or something else, right? If your desire isn't strong enough, if your readiness factor is low, I pretty much guarantee it's not truly a desire of your heart, right? So we get to go to work on that. The second thing is it shows you how positioned are you to really say yes to this journey, right? To receive more, to sustain more. And again, beautiful, beautiful thing. And then the third piece there is how positioned you are to sustain it. So I love it. It's a great tool. I use it all the time. It's free for you right now. You can grab the link from here, and I just really invite you to do that. Uh, The second thing, so that's for you. That's a gift. Make sure you get it. The last thing I'm going to say is always, if you love this podcast, if you are getting value out of it, take a minute right now to subscribe or follow wherever you are and to share it with a friend. And if you feel called to, you want to leave a five-star review, I would love it, love it, love it. Of course, you know, it helps to spread the word. And... um, It is so nice to hear and read the comments. That's not why I'm doing it, but I still like it, right? I still love to receive that. So that is it for today, you guys. We are cultivators of our reality, right? What we believe is what we manifest in, out, in real time. So start working on the in-start site, celebrating what already is in your life. Water it, nurture it, and just watch those things amplify faster than you ever thought possible. I want to leave you with that. Until next time, here is to rising as warriors of the heart. This is how we lead the untamed life, friends, not by following some cookie-cutter goal setting, but really, this is the life of adventure that I talk about when I'm like, hey, we are 
cultivating adventure, which means I know where I'm going. I I have a vision there. I have no idea exactly what it's going to look like. It's still very unknown. I can feel it. I can taste it. I'm going to be really surprised. I'm going to stay delighted in the journey, and I am going to trust divine timing, divine order, my heart. I'm going to trust my intuition. I'm going to trust God to show up for me. There's a lot of trust in this journey. And it is a journey of someone who leads as a warrior of the heart, living the untamed life. Until next time, you guys, here's to loving fiercely, leading courageously. Have an amazing day. You guys, deep love, adventure, courageous leadership should be the norm, not the exception. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.